And once we get it on, we'll uh, <laughs> underway. Are you there, Andy? Okay. I guess he, I know Andy's there. Okay. Let's do this. Enough with the uh, new technology. Let's get our uh, gerbil working on <laughs> on the generating more electricity. And uh, <laughs> not sure if anyone can hear me. I can hear you. I got nothing. Okay. Have him call in, Dennis. Have him call. In. Sure, if anyone can hear me. I can hear you. I got nothing. Okay. Have him call in, Dennis. Have him call in, like immediately, please. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Well, we hammer out these technical uh, details. Nothing like live radio, you know that. Uh, and nothing but the highest tech machinery, too. I might add. Uh, call or text, and we've already did get uh, a few of text messages already, and I'll uh, I apologize for not getting an answered right away, but we're going to get to them, I promise, because Andy, any second, will be on the air. And by the way, if you uh, want to get in touch with those folks, if you need, and they do much better work than we do uh, when it comes to home improvement, eight four four nine Lindis is uh, their number. They're good folks, and they do some great work, so... Uh, you can always give them a call if you have maybe you want a new deck or new roofing, and and you know the the quality work, not only the quality work but the the, the products as well that they uh, that they get you. But in the meantime, our phone number is also our text number six six five one four six one nine two two six. Now I think we can do it the old fashioned way. Andy Lindis, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I, I'm better now that I can hear your voice. Much better. Yes, same. Was, I would have been. Uh, it would have been interesting answering those questions without you. I would have had to really fake it. I must get a book of of uh, for various various home improvement type of questions. But oh, uh, don't sell yourself short. You've been doing this uh, <laughs> uh, home improvement show for for quite. A, I don't want to. I don't want to age you, but it's it's uh, it's been a while. And, uh, and I know the do-it-yourself projects you've accomplished over the years in your house as well. Yeah, but but we don't show any photographs of the results. <laughs> that's, that's a whole other topic. But uh, how's the business with, uh, you know, given the weather, you and I always talk about how weather does affect so much any kind of construction outside uh, or inside for that matter. But uh, this, this uh, bad news for a lot of folks who have to deal whose business is snow and ice uh, whether it be removal or playing on. Uh, but in this case, uh, your crews are getting a lot of work done, I assume. We are, you know, um, even our gutter guys with uh, the lack of snow. You know, not that we haven't had any, but for the most part, we can we can get to the areas of the, the house that we need to work on. And even our gutter crews have been going, going pretty strong here um, the month of January. So it's kind of exciting for us. Usually we're, um, you know, you can only clean your van so many days in a row before uh, you're just making up work around the office. Having said that, a couple of things around the office probably are getting overlooked that we wanted to get done this winter that we, we haven't done yet either. So, But, hey, shoemaker's kids never get shoes, right? Yeah, isn't that true? Um, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, boy, we got a bunch of text messages here. Let's Maybe we should get to, to those right away, uh, and then uh, we'll uh, you and I can chat further. Uh, but here's one. Uh, it's a 24-year-old modular home. The supports underneath need work. Does Lindis do this kind of work? What are they talking about? I mean, I know what supports are, 
but uh, what, and I'm not familiar with modular homes as far as construction. What what are they talking about there? Yeah, I don't know if they're talking about like their floor joists or if you're actually talking about the foundation itself. Um, it sounds like um, a job for somebody like SafeBasements.com. Okay. And and if it's foundation repair or foundation work or footings or anything like that, not that we don't do those types of things, but usually it's in conjunction with a larger project like a remodel or an addition work. And to be honest with you, we're not really taking on much of that work right now. We're just uh, we're we're in catch up mode, and when when those divisions are booked out six to eight months, it's uh, it's tough for us to want to look at new customers until we till we get a get a handle on that and. As you know, we've uh, started roofing repairs now, so we're doing uh, the restore. So we, we we have a lot of people doing that. We're, we're talking about some handyman services, but we haven't gotten quite around to that. And uh, over the last couple of weeks, you know, this is planning time, been meeting with uh, GAF, and we are set to launch their new GAF solar shingle in, in the Twin Cities market. So we're pretty excited about that. I had a nice meeting with the head of GA, GAF Energy yesterday. And uh, got a lot accomplished. I'm, I'm pretty excited. It's a, it's going to be a heck of a product, and it's not crazy dollar amount. There's some great tax advantages to it, and just knowing um, if the rest of the world's energy bills have gone the way mine have, with as much as we're charging and as much electricity as we're using, it seems like everything I have now, Denny, is is battery operated, and I have five six gas cans that never move. Yeah, isn't that true? Well, if you can, share with what you can about these GAF shingles. Explain what they are, again, what you can. Well, you can, can look at it on, online, and we're going to have okay. some things posted on our on our social media over the next okay. couple of weeks and, and, and on Linux Construction. But it's an entire roofing system. So it's in conjunction with a, a new roof. Not that we can't add these on, but anywhere from a 2 to 10 uh, gigawatts um, is what they're going to generate depending on where you are. And we handle the entire hookup. The GAF Energy does, does, has their own electricians that, that deal with the, all of the, the utilities and putting it back to the grid and, and setting you up so you, you know exactly what your system's generating, when and how. And I think uh, lowering people's energy bills is going to be a marketably easier task with, with this system. As you know, we've looked at solar now, Denny, yeah. And tested different panels for 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And never once have we offered it as a, as a real product to all of our customers. Why is that? It's for the, because it just hasn't, I haven't found that it's, it's cost effective. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when the payback is, you know, 15, 20, 25 years on some of these systems, it, it's really tough for me to bring that to my customers. Like for me, having something that fails 15 years down the road or doesn't do what it's supposed to do for a customer isn't a way to, I'd rather say no to that business. Not that, you know, you got getting some benefit with these, these panel systems you can put on your house. But if you look at like, if you're doing any type of new con or refinancing, not that a lot of people are are looking to refinance their, you know, those mortgages under 5% to go at whatever it is nowadays. But, you look at what it costs to add this on a new construction house, Denny, mm-hmm. and you're putting it over a 20-year period, you're almost money ahead right out the gate. And not to mention that, it's, it's a really good shingle that goes in conjunction with this system. 
you know, um, I had a phone call this week from a customer. As, as as you know, every single customer gets my brothers and I's cell phone numbers and email addresses, mm-hmm. and and we just and I almost never get called. Um, but I want to know if anything is going awry. And this was a customer that hasn't quite wasn't going to do business with us, and it didn't do business with us. The reason why he called me was we had a his mortgage company reach out and ask us where we are on the project because we had done the insurance work and and submitted a claim for them or we're in the must have been labeled as a contractor that was doing the claim or whatever the case. So he called me up to tell me that he's going a different route and he's going to use the same roofer that put the roof on four years ago, marketably cheaper than us for almost the same type of shingle. Okay. As you know, we haven't replaced a roof from hail damage on one of our shingles that's 10 years old, really, let alone four or five years old, that was a, one of our class four upper end shingles. It's just, just not the case. And that's what we had priced out for, for this, for this customer. And I've tried to explain it, but again, it's not for everyone. You know, sometimes the, 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 the price is a little bit too much and, and they want to go a cheaper route. But I can tell you this, in the grand scheme of things, two roofs in five years, if you'd have paid for my roof one time, you're probably money ahead. Not yeah. to mention having people work on your house, you know, and, and all the other things that go along with it. You're, the stress you're putting on your roof deck. And and I don't know if it, you know, ventilation and insulation. We have another text that, that's talking about condensation, and, and they call the roofer. Almost the vast majority of roofers don't consider, you know, the attic insulation, the attic air sealing, your intake, and your exhaust vents all as, as a, the grand, you know, scheme of things. They're just worried about putting the roof on, especially storm chasers. So you really have to be careful about that. And I'm guessing when that roof was put on, if they'd have done some things, they'd, they wouldn't have as many condensation problems as they have right now. Yeah. Now, getting back to those uh, new, and I know you'll fill us in uh, later on, uh, about those new GAF uh, shingles. What about the application? What What about the labor? I mean, what... Is it is applying those things is getting that kind of a new roof uh, pretty labor intensive or is it that much different? No, you know it's going to take a little bit longer on the install and and definitely uh, another day or two for the electrician team to come in afterwards and get everything hooked up. But um, just like any new shingle that that we launch with GAF, we go through we have all of our people that are going to be working on the roof go through training. And, and there's going to be some pattern training, but, and once we go through that training, it's, it goes on like a normal roof. Really, it is, it's, it could be a, a little bit longer, maybe 20% longer on the install, but I'm, I'm kind of excited on, on how this is going. We've looked at this for quite a while, and I believe this is generation five of GAF's solar shingle. Oh, really? And so it's, I'm telling you, when the partnership I have with, with, with that group of people, and I've just, you know, they're, they're a giant organization and, but they're always testing and trying to be the best. And that's what, that's why I, I have never even really considered looking at any other shingle manufacturer. It's because I know every, there's always something coming down the pike. Now, COVID, put a halt to everything because the demand for normal shingles and, and for, for roofing as a whole went through the roof and home improvements as a whole. So everyone just did what they could to keep up with that. But now 
you know, they've they've worked slowly and smartly as they as they launch these. And we're pretty excited that that Minnesota is next on the list here to to get the product and uh, that Lindis is, is chosen as one of the, the, the key partners to test it out and get it out there. I know you've got you guys have a good relationship with the GAF for sure, to say the least. Uh, I want to give this listener more of a fair shot. You alluded to it, but let me just read the entire text, and then yeah. we'll follow through. Uh, ex- this texture says this: experiencing condensation from attic to upstairs bath slash bedroom on the north side of the house. The roof is almost eight years old, but the roofing company says it is more of a condensation problem, so they don't need to come out. Uh, The roof is clear, except uh, they had a ribbon of ice in the north-facing valley. Uh, Again, any more thoughts on that to to finish that text, Andy? Well, the the north-facing roof is going to melt off slower than than the rest of it. Now, if your roof is melting off really quickly after a snow, or if the rest of your neighbors have frost in your roof and you don't, then, then more than likely it is an attic issue, and it might be an intake, a ventilation issue, for sure, it's an attic air sealing issue if you're getting condensation up there because that warm air that's traveling and getting into your attic, it's meeting a cold surface, and that's what's causing that. So in order to stop that, you need to either get your attic vented the right way and more than likely add some insulation and attic air sealing, meaning there's going to be there's, – there's a lot of probably weak points in your attic that, that need to be sealed up, or maybe you don't have a vapor barrier at all. And and so all the insulation then has to come out. Vapor barrier needs to be installed, and then and then install new insulation. That'll get rid of it. Make sure you're running your bath fans every time you you use the bathroom. Um, make sure you're running your range hood, and check the humidity level in your house. Again, forty percent is about the maximum you want to have it in the winter time. And then as it gets when it gets really really cold, the the recommendations for uh, most homes are even lower than that. So. Um, you know, it's 15 bucks to get a humidistat at the local hardware store. And I, you know, a couple of A battery, double A batteries run it and it'll tell you what your house is. And if it's over 40%, sometimes just lowering that can solve some of the problems. But if it's in the, above the bathroom area, that yeah. I'm guessing maybe the bath fan maybe is dumping in the attic and not vented out properly. That might be, that might be an easy fix to take a look at. You know, you and I, speaking of bath fans, you and I have talked about those very things uh, over the years. And what does uh, Lindis, what are the crews putting in? Uh, you and I, I think, have talked about those Panasonic, I believe that's what we were talking about in years past. Well, is that still uh, is that still the gold standard uh, of bathroom fans? Yeah, it's still the one that we're installing. We have, you know, almost zero service work or callbacks with those fans. And and I always recommend when when those get installed, install a timer switch. Oh yes, because you know it not only saves on the fan because the more that fan runs, the more dust it collects, and then the 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 blades get out of balance, and that's where they start to get a little bit noisier. Mm-hmm. But when when you maintain them, by by maintaining them, meaning I just you know I use that Milwaukee backpack uh, vacuum, and yeah. I have an extension with just a bristle brush. That So I, I take that off, I put that up there, I vacuum off everything, just try to get the most of the dust out of there, maybe once a year, and a brush. That So I, I take that off, I put that up there, I vacuum off everything, just try to get the most of the dust out of there, maybe once a year. And and you can't tell when that thing's on. Like, it's that quiet. When when that thing is running, you don't know it's, know it's on. And, and you can get them in a variety of sizes to vent 
whatever the space is that you're trying to vent. Yeah, I, I, I have to every so often turn the uh, bath fan off in my what I call my wife's bathroom where Linda's installed that Panasonic because it's so quiet. I mean, you can hardly yeah. hear it at all. And you're right. Every so often I take the vacuum like you do and, uh, and collect uh, the, the dust, get that rid of that. But it is so quiet. But it's still powerful, isn't it? It is. Super powerful. And, again, whatever size the room is, you you set them up where it's moving the same amount of cubic air as 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 the loud ones are. You just don't don't know it. So I'm telling you, again, it's one of those products, and this is what we look for in almost every product that that we offer, Denny. Whether it's our our gutters, our windows, our 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 roofing, it's it's we want it to be like when when people get it and receive it and and look at it, they, we want it to them to be like this is the best one I ever installed. This is the best thing I ever did in my house. Some uh, those 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 skylights and sun tunnels that we install, we hear that all the time. Leaf guard with infinity windows and, of course, with GAF roofing. Yeah, quality stuff. Hang on, Andy. I'm going to have a look at that warming forecast uh, for this coming week, rest of the weekend as well, and then we'll uh, have the rest of the home improvements. You'll be welcome, and we do have some text messages we want to answer. But if you have a particular home improvement question, you can call it in or text it in, 651 461 9226. From News Talk 830, this is WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our friends at Linda's Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to get in touch with those good folks, 8449-LINDAS is the easy number to remember, 844-9-LINDAS. Now, if you have a question today that uh, pertains to any home improvement uh, you may have, 651-461-9226. That number, again, is good for either a phone call or a text question, 651-461-9226. Andy, there was a, a question that we missed a couple of weeks ago, and I'm, I don't have it in front of me, so I'll just paraphrase. It was about, do new windows, and we talk about windows from time to time, do all these newer windows have some sort of gas inside them? Yeah, the, the vast majority of them, are, uh, all of them, are going to have uh, argon, sometimes krypton gas in them. Uh, the spacer systems, for the most part, are similar. There's been some advancement, maybe, in, in some of the spacer systems. So to speak, but again, the longevity of of uh, and the testing that I've seen of those spacer systems, uh, it's not quite worth worth the spend. What I do know is my customer's experience with the Infinity Window, and that that window, when installed properly, is as good a window as we can find to offer in in the Twin Cities. So much so that when we have those really really cold snaps. We don't really have any condensation issues, any frost-up issues, so to speak, unless the house, every time I've ever seen it, which is really rare, the house's humidity levels are, are through the roof, like 70% or greater, which mm. I don't care what you have in, in for a window. You're rock, rocking that type of humidity in your home, and it's below zero outside, and it's going to be really tough not to get any frost. Oh, now, yeah. the finishings that we put on the inside of that window, whether it's the Everwood or one of the other types of finishings, you don't have to worry about that showing mold or the finish going bad. So we really have had good luck with, with, with that window. 
over the years and the XL spacer by Cardinal Glass, which is the spacer system that the vast majority of, of window manufacturers use. It's made with the stainless steel. It's got the, 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 the beads that collect any type of condensation in the glass, should there be any, which there never is. And then it's sealed up uh, in, in a couple of different ways to make sure that that gas never escapes. And not all windows are created equal as far as the, the thickness of that spacer. That can be a difference maker as well. For years, triple pane windows were always thought of as like, hey, these are the, the, the best windows out there. What I did is I installed a triple pane window with a stainless steel XL spacer system next to a Marvin Infinity window, with a, which is a double pane window. And I took a laser temperature reading of that glass consistently in the same room getting the same sun and our infinity window all performed a triple pane window every single time by a degree or two that can make a difference in the condensation rating a big time meaning that it's going to take warmer air meeting that window it's going to be that window was always going to be a warmer edge than the triple pane window what was happening only thing I can think of is happening is that the energy, the cold was transferring faster because it's a thinner space system. So it was making that, that middle, once that middle glass got cold, mm-hmm. then it was really easy to transfer to the inside pane. So thinking that triple pane was, was the best route to go, turns out it's more of a, a selling thing than, than being better for your actual home. It's a reason why, again, you don't see a lot of triple pane offerings by Anderson Windows, Marvin Windows, or Pella. Pella has one, but it's meant for putting you know blinds in between the glass more than anything. Mm. Not, not not necessarily an energy savings thing. Yeah. Right. I'm looking at uh, getting uh, some instructions here. Oh, we've, uh, we have callers, too, besides the text. Let's do this. Let's grab some phone calls before we go back to the text messages. Don, I believe, was calling in from uh, St. Francis this morning. Thanks for waiting, Don. What is your question, please? Well, it kind of was answering um, my question just now. Uh, I was asking him if, he ever, if they ever installed Provia windows and if, if they were any good. What do you think, Andy? Do you, what what brand is that? Okay. Hello. Uh, you, did you hear the question, Andy? I did not. As soon as uh, we went to the caller, I got dropped. Okay. Uh, Provia Windows. Uh, Don wanted to know if you install those that brand. Uh, Provia Doors, not oh. Windows. Okay. Yep. All right. Yes, we do. Not a bad right. brand at all. It's a great to make a good entry door. All right. Uh, Jim calling in from uh, Maplewood, I believe, this morning. Let's see if uh, Jim is on the horn. Jim, are you there? Hi, Jim. I am here. Yeah, what's Hi. your question? Well, it goes back to the bathroom vents. I have a 79 Rambler, and there was never a vent put in the main floor bathroom. My question is, is do I have to go out through the ceiling and roof, or could I go out through the wall? I tell you what, Jim, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to have Dennis put you on hold, and uh, we're going to have you repeat that question because Andy had trouble uh, hearing that. So uh, uh, let's do this, Dennis. I know we have to take a break here in a minute. Let's do that now, 
and we'll uh, reconnect with Jim and Maplewood and Andy Lindis and get uh, to get that question reposed here on this Saturday. Uh, so hang on. We'll be back in just a minute, Jim. Let's get back to our home improvement show. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction answering those very uh, home improvement questions, either by phone or by text. 651-461-9226. Uh, Andy, Jim in Maplewood was posing his question. We asked him to do that again so we could both hear it. Jim, thanks for hanging on. Uh, let's uh, let's redo that question for Andy. Okay. It's a, a bathroom vent question again. And I have a 79, or 1979 Rambler, and the bathroom has never been vented. My question is, do I have to go through the ceiling and roof, or can I go out the side wall? Um, you could, you can definitely go out the side wall. Um, just typically it's a little easier to go up through the, the, the roof, but if that's not available, you can, you can vent it out the side wall. Okay. So it is easier to go through the roof. It is more, more, more often than not, but at, uh, at my house, I had a, you know, I have a, an old four square, you know, built in the early 1900s, like 1904 or something crazy like that. And the bathroom on the main level, um, which used to be where the stairs were at one point in this house. Long story short, there was no bath fan in there. And when I redid that bathroom, I, I the only way for me to vent it was to the outside wall. And that's what we did. So depending on, on where it is, sometimes it's more cost effective to go out the sidewall and sometimes it's more cost effective to go up and through the attic. Yeah, so it depends. All right, good. Thanks, Jim. Hope that helped. Thanks for uh, hanging on as you did. Uh, Andy, a texter says, uh, the roofing contractor wants to install our hail-damaged roof now. When should I hold them, until March or April? What do you think? Because given the weather now, what do you think? Well, it would depend on what installation techniques he's using and what type of shingles he's actually using. So that's that's going to be the 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 main thing to worry about would be would be that I you know with the the armor shield shingle which is an LDL I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about it at all. Uh, I, I'm, again, I'm looking. We had a bunch of text messages rolling in here. Uh, somebody wants uh, Lindis to give him a quote on insulating a Rambler. That's uh, that's doable. What's the process of somebody wanting Lindis to come out to give an estimate on insulation? Either uh, go online and fill out an estimate or give us a call, and, and one of our guys will come out and, and gladly take a look at it for free. Yeah, absolutely. I urge you to do that. It makes a whole difference, a world of difference. Uh, another texter says, do you do quartz countertops, insulating quartz? You use quartz. I know you used to use granite as well. Uh, what kind of countertops are, are, are the most requested, would you say? You know, a uh, variety, but Cambria still is probably the number one most requested, especially in our area of the world. And, you know, uh, one of our best clients on our on our software system, Contractor Flow, uh, is one of the larger Cambria dealers in, in, in the United States, based out of Tampa, Florida. And so I get the benefit of, I've been to a shop a couple of times and seen some of the cool things that they do with, with Cambria. For me, that's still my favorite um, out of all of the countertops that you can get. Now, I've seen some pretty awesome granite countertops in my life. My mom is still a, a granite lady, loves natural stone. Um, but 
I I know at their at their new place. Eventually, I'm going to get her talked into Cambria. There, I, in fact, I've already got the the estimate put together for her. I tried to give it to her for a present a couple of times. She won't let me finish it though. <laughs> but you know, I was at a, at a house one time and uh, looking at this island, Denny, and it was. I think I told told you this story before. It was 16 feet long by eight feet wide. Ooh. And I'm looking at it, trying to find the seam and I can't find it. And I, and I finally, I, I look at the, the, the homeowner, the lady and I said, is this all one piece? She goes, yes. I go, if you wouldn't mind me asking, uh, and you don't have to tell me, but like how much was like, it was, it was one of the most gorgeous island, the most gorgeous island I've ever seen. But that, stone came from somewhere overseas spain maybe it was i can't remember off the top of my head but it was like 80 grand just for the materials oh. and this was natural natural was, stone or, or quartz it was natural stone all Ooh. one piece natural stone 16 feet long i mean just the shipping uh, yes. alone had to be astronomical on 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 a piece like that and you know um you know they play in a, a a way different sandbox than the one I oh, play. Oh yeah. yeah, and uh, and but when you get to work on stuff like that and see stuff like that, that's what makes our job so fun. You know, um, we get to work on some really awesome projects. Some some decks, you know, some people you know love their decks and 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 they'll spend. You know, we've had deck projects getting that you know two three hundred thousand dollar range, and you know it's out of my price range but sure is sure is fun to actually see the end result when you get to to use the best of the best materials and and you know cut no corners or and every luxury item you can think of into an outdoor living space it's a lot of fun and when you get to see stuff like that and there's new stuff coming out every day so that's uh what makes our job exciting denny i guess oh that's huge Say, a texter was referring to a conversation we had earlier in the show about uh, the GAF solar shingles. How can they be effective, texter says, when the roof is covered with snow? You know, um, I do know that they do, won't generate as much electricity when they're covered with snow, but they will still generate some. That stuff has been tested and is in, comes into consideration as we go through the amount of uh, electricity that you're going to generate. Now, not every winter is going to be created equal, as you know. This winter, south-facing slopes would have done a pretty good job of generating electricity. And I, I can say with, with confidence in over a given year, this is how much money you're going to save on electricity or how much electricity you should generate. So that's, that's the exciting part. And that's why, again, Part of the, one of the reasons, you know, our area of the world is harder to generate electricity than other things. So there's going to be customers that the houses are just not set up to put solar shingles on. They just do not have enough. Um, either tree cover is going to be the, a bigger worry to me than snow cover, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah. If, if your house is completely shaded all the time, yeah, that's, that's, that's tough to put, put solar on it and, and have it generating at maximum efficiency. That's true. Not just the snow, more more the trees than the snow. You're right. Um, I, we, a couple of minutes ago on the show, Andy, let's see if we can't field uh, at least one more. Uh, this texture says, my 12 by 12 patio has sunk about three inches. It borders my house on two sides. Should I have it mud jacked or just pour new concrete on top of it? What would you do? Yeah, I would look at, um, you know, one of the, the people do that does foam jacking. Yeah. 
and 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 go that route. I just think the the people that it's it's you try to pour pour pouring something over the top of it not a not an option. If you're gonna pour new concrete, you're gonna rip the old one out and make a new make a new slab. Something settled there, and I, I would go foam jacking as the 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 band aid and redoing the entire patio as the 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 main fix. You know who does great foam jacking? Our friend Jesse. Yes, sir. SafeBasements.com. Yeah, Jesse Tremble. Say, yeah, foam jacking we had it done here at a little bit on our front sidewalk, and that uh, makes a big difference. Yeah, foam jacking, and you said it in the past, is uh, better, at least in most applications, than uh, than mud jacking for sure. Yeah, you don't uh, have to worry about the evaporation and it's smaller holes that get drilled into the concrete. And when the foam expands, it actually compacts the soil a little bit better than what mud jacking does. So I think it, it just holds up longer. Andy, we ha- we got to run. How about some spe- – well, we're at the end of January, but uh, what specials are still uh, to be had there at Lindis? Well, we still have the free heat map analysis. We're going to come up with a variety of tools and tell you exactly where your house is losing energy and what we can do to make it the most comfortable house ever. And then 75% off installation labor on Infinity Windows by Marvin. I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm going to be with all the Marvin people on uh, Monday and Tuesday. Get to watch, get actually see Lou Holtz speak at ah. the Infinity Conference. So kind of excited about that. I've always been a big fan of his. And uh, can never be around uh, enough people to, to motivate and excite you, you know. Absolutely. So excited and get to hang out with the Marvin folks. Well, Andy, thanks so much for the help today. We'll uh, do this again next week. And in the meantime, get a hold of Lindis at 844-9-LINDIS and join us next week with more home improvement. Will do. Thank you, Danny. Bye-bye.